What would you do if you were the mayor of the town for one week? I'd probably be quite rich as well. So I could buy some houses and like put homeless people in them, maybe make a hotel for homeless people. Everything in the shops, take it down by £15, if it's more than £15. And if it's under £10, take it down by half its price. Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations, the show where we ask children quick, fun and thought-provoking questions to develop their creativity, critical thinking and many other key skills in just a few minutes every day. Hi, my name's Kevin, founder of Kid Coach and dad of two kids. As a parent, I was always wondering if I was doing enough with my children. So I started writing questions for them that were quick and fun to talk about but also built key 21st century skills I knew they would need. When I shared the questions with other parents, they loved how it launched more meaningful conversations at home and the Kid Coach app was born. Turns out that this approach is perfect for parents of six to 12 year olds who want to be more hands-on in their children's development and for those seeking conversations to get their kids talking and thinking, but who only have five minutes a day to do so. So if that's you, then stay tuned because you're about to hear exactly how it works. In these episodes, my team and I will be asking lots of different children questions straight from the Kid Coach app, and you'll see how we can build the skills that matter the most simply through conversation. This week, we spoke with Miriam, age nine, about what she would do if she was mayor for the week. She talks about how she would want to help people on the streets and how she would want to be an inspiring leader to make sure that others did better. So Miriam, I'm thinking where you live, somewhere in the UK, you, you live in a town or a city, right? And there's a, there's a town mayor or a city mayor or somebody, there's somebody in charge of your town or city, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, being there, yeah. Okay, so what would you do if you were the mayor of the town for one week? If you were the person in charge of your town, your city, if you were mayor for a week, what would you do? maybe make a law and try and stop people from being homeless on the streets so get buy some houses because I'd probably be quite rich as well so I could buy some houses and like put homeless people in them maybe make a hotel for homeless people wow I I love the sentiment I love that you're trying to help homeless people sorry keep keep going um Everything in the shops, take it down by £15, if it's more than £15. And if it's under £10, take it down by half its price. Wow, okay. Very specific answer about the prices of things and giving discounts. Um, Okay, so, oh, I have so many questions I want to ask you about that because it sounds amazing what you're doing there, helping homeless people, helping people buy things a bit cheaper, a bit more affordable. Um, You you mentioned before that you would probably be quite rich. What did you mean by that? Because if you're in charge of a country, like how the president has the White House, you'll like the president of the USA has the White House. If you're a president as well and 
he's in charge of like the whole um city he's bound to get money in or you're bound to get loads of money you know pouring in mm. um from being is that their money as well. is that is that their money is that that personal money that they can use to buy ice creams and pizza and <laughs> whatever or is it the the city's money I think it's the city's money, but then it's turning into their money because obviously they're getting it by working in for the city. So they have important jobs and they probably have nice salaries and have some and are uh, on the rich side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see. Okay. Well, that that point aside, um, I, I'd love to think about what you were saying about the homeless people and the, the discounts in shops. So you're, you're absolutely right. We, we, could, we could build more houses so people don't have to live on the streets and we could make things cheaper so people can find things more affordable. Uh, that, that takes money, right? Like there, there needs to be money put into yeah. it. So is that, is that a problem? Does that money already exist? If not, how could we find the money? What do you think about how to fund all of this? How to fund the money? Um, buy a money machine or someone and print off loads <laughs> of money and that will fund it. Amazing. I think we solved all of the world's problems right, right there. Um, buy a money machine. I can't remember the last time I saw a money machine in the shops. Maybe they were all out. What does a money machine look like? I don't know. I think, um, well, they have to produce money somewhere. So they must have at least one. Mm. And if they make it in factories or something like that, then just bust into the nearest factory. And if they've got one, take it. But obviously give them like, I don't know, £1,000 for it. They can get over a million. <sighs> That, well, that would be a great deal, wouldn't it? Um, buy a cheap money machine and, and print millions. Uh, that, that in itself is probably a whole other question and topic we could go into at a, at a later point around the philosophy of money. Um, but let's, okay, fine. Let's, let's say somehow you had the money. Maybe it's from a money machine. Maybe it's from raising taxes. Maybe it's from doing some charitable sports days, fundraising things. Who knows? Let's say you had the money okay, to do what you wanted. And remember, you're, you're in charge. You're in charge here. Uh, you, you probably need a little bit of help, right? You couldn't do everything yourself. So you know, you'll, have, you'll have some sort of team around you, right? A team of people uh, to help you do things. So how would you use that team? How would you, how would you encourage the people around you to to go and do X and Y and Z? How, how would you manage that team as the leader? Build up their confidence first. Mm. So they know what they're doing and they're confident in what they're doing and show them what to do. Yeah, start with confidence. Start with confidence, I love that. I love that, it's very rare that somebody says that, but I think you're spot on. If, if you get people feeling confident and empowered and inspired and motivated to do something, then they're more likely to do a better job, aren't they? 
how, how do you do that though? How do you how do you build confidence in somebody? So maybe start by giving them easy jobs that normal people would think hard, but actually they're quite easy. And then when they when they do them jobs right, then maybe it will help them boost their confidence. They think, oh, I've done that. That everyone says that's really hard. Now I'll be able to ace this. Right, right. Yeah, I love that. Start them with a small win, right? Um, has that ever happened to you? Have you, has somebody given you something to make you feel confident? Or have you given something to somebody to make you feel confident? I don't really know. Okay, no, fair enough. It, I, uh, I, I love that you had that as, a, as an example. It's just, just got me thinking maybe that's happened to you before. Okay, so you'd, you'd build confidence in your team and then you'd, you'd give them some tasks to do. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know where you live. I don't know if it's a small town or a big town, but I was just thinking if you had a town with just a thousand people in, which is quite small, uh, compared to a town that's really big, like with 100,000 people in, does what you do as the leader differ? Does, do you have to do anything differently? Maybe because there's less people, you'll get less money in and you won't need as much. And it'd be, I think it'd be slightly harder to build more houses because you don't have as much money because not because it's not as well off the city or city slash town that you're in. Yeah, it'd be smaller, probably less money coming in. So you think it would be harder? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So which would you prefer to be a leader of? I don't know, because I think a big city will have more homeless people, but a small town will have less, because there'll be houses, but there won't be as many people. Right, right. And we come back to the homeless point as well. It sounds like that's really important to you, homeless people or preventing homelessness. Is that something you've come across much where you live? Uh, well, when you go to shops, you see quite a bit of homeless people, but nothing, no, not really anything but that. Yeah. How does that make you feel when you see the homeless people? Maybe a bit worried for them, you know, when it's cold weather and it sort of gets me thinking, mm. like... Um, what will they do in cold weather when it's when hail's coming down or snow? Right. Right. Well, I I love how you seem to love to think about them and are looking out for them and you know, tremendous empathy that you're putting yourself in their shoes and thinking about the cold weather, even as we talk right now on a really hot summer's day. You know, you're, you're thinking about them and have their best interests at heart and. And that also, I believe, is, is a fantastic leadership trait, right? When, when we think about the, the young children of today, like you, Miriam, growing up, and we're going to rule the world one day, you know, fantastic to know that they will have leaders who have so much empathy towards others and who would make uh, pretty, pretty good uh, town mayors. I, I love some of the ideas that you had on that one. Uh, we'll, we'll have to talk later about a money machine. <laughs> uh, well, well done, Miriam. 
So there you have it. What a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today. If you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, consider taking a minute to leave us a review. We want to help to inspire as many parents as possible to have these kind of meaningful chats with their kids, and it would mean the world to us if you could give us some feedback. If you could give us a thumbs up or a comment wherever you normally find your podcasts, it'll help us reach more people and improve the show going forward. Thank you for listening.